baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure. That is the Baghdad Bob of American Homeland Security, the Homeland Security Secretary himself, lying to you over the weekend. The border? You mean that border? Yeah, no, it's totally secure. It's all good. As the Democrats wailed on him and Biden, not just the Republicans anymore. The Democrats are mad. The media is mad. Why? Not because Biden's opened the borders. They were all in agreement during the Democrat primary that there shouldn't be any borders. There shouldn't be any ICE and there shouldn't be any immigration enforcement. Now, the reason the Democrats and the media are mad now about the border crisis is that it's obvious the borders are open. Biden was sloppy about it. The plan all along was to invite them here and to use the magnet of free health care. For illegal immigrants. Here's the Democrat candidates, all of them, during the Democrat primary debate, pledging to give free health care to illegals. You can't see this because it's a podcast, but every hand went up. Raise your hand if, gover- if your government plan would provide coverage for undocumented immigrants. So it's not that they don't have a plan. It's that Joe is making the effects of that plan very obvious to the public. And that is hurting their chances of winning individual congressional seats and keeping the House that they're really mad about. And so they've concocted this idea. They'll say he doesn't have a plan. They'll say, as Sheila Jackson Lee, a Congress member just did, who's a Democrat, Biden border plan does not look like it's working at this time. The idea is to create a narrative that this is a crisis, a thing that just happened, that there was nothing in place and therefore the thing happened. But what's creating this is a well thought out border plan for open borders and the rapid transport of millions into the country as part of a Democrat voter drive. The problem is that it's showing. People are able to actually see what they're doing. This is what the Democrats in the media are mad about, that Biden has been sloppy about it and it might impact them. The plan was first outlined in the Biden-Sanders plan, which was the public policy document that Biden published on his campaign website. In it, he and Sanders, Bernie Sanders, who he jointly wrote it with, promised to welcome their word, not mine, all of the world's migrants to the United States of America. At the time, Pew Charitable Trust estimated the num- they numbered 160 million. He invited them all here, said he would welcome them. And his plan has worked great so far, if you understand what's going on at the border for what it is, a voter drive. Here's just a couple of headlines outlining this plan, like the one from Sunday. 
after the Baghdad Bob of the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, announced, hey, no, the border's secure. Everything's fine. Don't ask me about this anymore. They turned around and mandated a new catch and release policy that says that migrant families won't even be issued court dates or notices to appear for their deportation. There's just not time anymore. They'll simply be caught and then re-released into the country with the government acting as a coyote to ferry them safely across the border. The cartels don't even have to do it. But what happens when there's an overflow? They wouldn't want the illegals to give up and go home. So here we have this headline. Biden administration awards $86 million contract for hotel rooms for migrants to manage the crisis at the border. Yep, you're paying $86 million to put them up in hotels. The very people Trump had repelled at the border and sent back home. They're now housing them. But wait, this plan is detailed. Remember this? This was weeks ago when the Biden administration introduced free flights for illegals to their destination of choice. You could even fly to Hawaii as long as you had a name of somebody you would stay with once you got there. That person, by the way, could be illegal, too. Then, as part of this plan, the Biden administration announced that it would invite all the migrants staying in the migrant camps awaiting the outcome of their asylum applications, roughly 100,000 total in other countries, to just come on in. And so they started walking. The United Nations even got in on the act, according to the Associated Press. They're helping the Biden administration find the migrants, i.e. illegal immigrants, that Trump deported and get them back to the United States. Yes, this is the AP's reporting. After they were removed to Mexico or Central America. And to help with this, there's about a million of these that Trump deported. The U.N. has actually launched a website, the Associated Press and Reuters wrote, where people could register so that the U.N. and the U.S. could begin flying them back from the countries Trump deported them to. After Sunday's change, the swell will only grow larger. In the coming days, it will be reported that for the first time, not only will they let you go if you show up at the border into the United States, they won't even bother to give you a notice to appear for your detention hearing to be deported. Here's another headline that tells you what they're up to. Biden spending millions per day to halt border wall construction. Yep, because Trump signed all the contracts. We're in violation of them. And so he has to pay millions of dollars a day to keep the border wall from being built. Here's another headline. Biden transforming ICE detention facilities into rapid processing centers. Yep, the Washington Post reported that one. They're converting long-term family detention centers into, quote, Ellis Island-style rapid processing hubs with the stated goal of welcoming and releasing migrant families into the U.S. interior within 72 hours. Obviously, they can't get them through that fast right now. This is why both Biden and Mayorkas are saying the same thing, as is Jen Psaki. They're saying, don't come now, wait a little bit, then come. Why? Because they'll have this system refined. In fact, the Department of Homeland Security has announced its intention to go ahead and collect these illegals in their own countries, load them onto planes at your expense, and fly them up here. That's in addition to the ones Trump deported that the U.N. and the Biden administration are now welcoming back. So when they say that, 
what they're saying is, and Nancy Pelosi said this over the weekend, we're getting the system in place to bring the millions here so they don't have to walk to the border. The situation so alarmed Mexico And here's the headline from the London Daily Mail. Mexico sounds the alarm over Biden's border policy, says he is helping cartels creating organized crime. That Mexico has now announced that it will beef up its border patrols at its southern border to stop Biden's massive crush of humanity from rolling through Mexico and doing all kinds of harm. Up next, what's happening at the border is one half of a very well-organized border plan. Coming up. We'll talk about the other half. It's in the amnesty bills the House just passed. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So several amnesty bills just passed the House. Right now they can't get through the Senate because the filibuster stands in the way. Pray it holds. Because if those bills pass with all the extra visas in there and the legalizations, it would increase the U.S. population over the next 10 years by, are you ready for this? 37 million people. Again, this is not an accident. It's not a crisis. It's a plan. As Breitbart reports, Biden's border crisis is an amnesty crisis. Democrats haven't just refused to reverse the policies that caused the border crisis. They're introducing new policies that are meant to make the border crisis worse. First of those is H.R. 6 or the American Dream and Promise Act. It would increase budget deficits by $26 billion over about 10 years. Here's why. It would let illegal immigrants receive federal assistance, welfare, and allow the secretary to waive inadmissibility records on health-related grounds. Anyone, no matter how sick they are, how much medical care they need, they can come. And it would establish a difficult standard for denying green cards to criminal gang members, even those that have criminal records. So much so that the individual individual secretary of the Department of Homeland Security himself or herself would have to issue denials. So even criminal gang members who are sick can come. Everybody can come. They should come. They'll get the welfare. It doesn't matter if you can't support yourself. The bill, the U.S. Citizenship Act of 2021, would immediately grant amnesty to about 22 million illegals in America. And they'd immediately get their eligibility for work and Social Security numbers right off the bat. After five years, they'd get a green card. After three more, they could vote. And that's what this is all about. There's another amnesty bill that fast-tracks the voting part even more. It would get illegals of today voting in the next election. It applies to DREAMers, TPS holders, and immigrant farm workers who performed a total of 400 workdays of agricultural labor any time over the last five years. It would also legalize their spouses and children, even if they and those spouses and those children had returned to the country of their origin. They would be eligible to receive green cards, get this, immediately 
and citizenship after three years. That comes with the vote. Normally, that whole process takes 13 years. It also allows previously deported illegal aliens the chance to come back and get amnesty. And that's what the U.N. is working on, finding those people and getting the flights to ship them back into the country. And that, of course, includes the illegal immigrants deported during the Trump administration. Because so many of these illegal immigrants also have criminal records, both in their countries and in this one, that would present a barrier to the numbers the Democrats need. So this bill, quote, reduces immigration restrictions on criminals by shrinking the types of adjudications that would constitute a conviction under the Immigration and Nationality Act. And the bill, of course, eliminates per country employment visa caps. All of that together equals 37 million over 10 years. It's a breathtaking goal. And Biden was supposed to do it all without anyone noticing. That's why ABC News is raging at him right now. They need a lie they can sell. And the masses of humanity gathered at the border is a poor picture. Biden was supposed to do this in an organized fashion. Pack them on the flights that no one can see. Keep the reporters off the tarmac. That would have been easier to do. The massive swell of humanity at the border is a photo op that the Democrats don't want anyone to see. So what are they doing? Well, they know Biden won't last forever. The guy just fell up the stairs three times in a row, bashing himself in the face along the way. He's got maybe a year left in this position. So what are they doing? Dumping it all on him. That way, Kamala can't be tarred with any of it. Gangsterism, gangsterism, corruption. The pressure is tremendous. And to do that 180 without really any preparation, he owns this now. He owns it. And, and Laura, he really does. And, and should they have been more aware? I mean, they really seem tone deaf to the politics of this as well. You heard Mayorkas trying to do cleanup, I think, there, trying to send this strong message. But is it too late? Again, what you hear there, the media is not mad that these people are here. They're mad that it's obvious these people are streaming over the border. But desperate times call for desperate measures when you're trying to hide your massive voter drive. The solution? Bar all reporters from going to the border. No photographs can be taken. Border Patrol, for the first time in years, it wasn't even this way under Obama, can't speak to reporters, can't tell them what's going on. Simply black it all out then insist there is no border crisis kind of like Baghdad Bob did in Iraq when he insisted that the Saddam Hussein regime had not been toppled at all so the Department of Homeland Security with a straight face is now telling reporters they're not allowed to see any of it can't visit any of the facilities but that eventually when they get around to it they'll provide them some stock photography you know videos photos of what's going on there. Kelsey Bowler and Charlie Shimkus took that on on Fox News this morning. This remark kind of reminds me what we hear from the CCP about uh, the very nice footage that they will provide uh, to journalists about the Uyghur re-education camps. Uh, this is 
of course, coming from what was supposed to be the most transparent administration in U.S. history, and they're barring reporters uh, from actually going inside these border facilities to see what's going on. They've also uh, reportedly gagged Border Patrol officials, uh, pressuring them not to talk to the media. Uh, they appear to be slow rolling the actual numbers. Uh, this is very concerning. Gotta get to this tweet from a Getty photographer. His name is John Moore, and he kind of sums it all up. He tweeted, I respectfully ask U.S. Customs and Border Protection to stop blocking media access to their border operations. I have photographed CBP under Bush, Obama, and Trump, but now zero access is granted to media. Those who might say, cut them some slack. They are dealing with a situation. I'd say that showing the U.S. response to the current immigrant surge is exactly the media's role. So, I mean, I'd like you to react to that, how important it is to see um, footage taken from photographers' uh, firsthand accounts rather than something that's being filtered through the administration. Of course, we should have transparency here, and you have to have a lot of sympathy for uh, the local municipalities on the ground who are dealing with this crisis in their backyard. They need to know what exactly is going on in their towns, in their cities, and the Biden administration is reportedly barring even local journalists from reporting uh, on these, uh, be being able to see the situation for themselves, for their report. Yes, if you had invited 160 million people to come to America, get free health care, free welfare, work permit, whatever else they want, you wouldn't want any cameras at the border either. But it's even worse than that. I'll explain coming up next. Americans need to know this. This is just the very beginning of what's going to be a massive expansion of the number of people coming across the border. It will grow tenfold and a hundredfold, especially because of the way the Biden administration has handled this. Remember during the presidential campaign when all of the candidates said, we want open borders. Well, guess what? Biden has provided those open borders. He's inviting everybody in and the floodgates are now open and Texas is at the forefront of it. We're having to deal with these massive numbers of, of migrants. Worse yet, this journey is for horrific for those who make it. I'll let those who've been down to the border before that sort of thing was banned explain. Starting with Republican Representative Carlos Simonez. What I saw at, uh, at that Customs and Border uh, Protection uh, facility, uh, hundreds and hundreds of children, boys and girls, and I'm talking boys and girls. I'm not talking 17, mm. 16. I'm really talking boys and girls. I'm talking five, six, seven. They, they come across the border by themselves. They have little pieces of paper telling them call so-and-so and address. But here's the thing. Uh, a lot of these girls, young girls, are being molested. Maybe up to 30% are being molested. It, it costs their parents four to six thousand dollars to get them across. A Chinese immigrant trying to get across costs thirty-five thousand dollars. We estimate that the cartels, the, in, the multinational cartels, are making close to half a billion dollars per month. They use these, these uh, migrants to divert uh, Customs and Border Protection agents to a certain section, then they go ahead 
and and rush the other sections that are unprotected, and um, and they uh, bring us uh, drugs and all other all other kinds of mayhem that uh, that they they bring. And so it's actually it, this is actually great for the multinational cartels. It's horrible for the migrants who are being some of them are being murdered on the other side of the border if they can't come up with with the money. They're being extorted, and they're also being used if they if they if they get across. Hey, you owe us six thousand dollars. You're now an indentured servant here in the United States until you pay us back. Basically, it's uh, modern-day slavery. That's what's going on in the border, and it's outrageous. You have to understand how that works. The cartels don't actually provide much of a service. They just control the territory around the border. So you have to pay them to get through it. In other words, in order to come here and be part of Biden's voter drive, you have to participate in criminal cartel enrichment, including the molestation and rape part for many of these kids. Well, what happens when Texas officials want to help these kids and to do investigations that hopefully will help them catch the human human traffickers that molest them, sell them, use them, and abuse them? Well, they can't even get into the facilities. The door is slammed in their face. Here is Governor Abbott of Texas. Part of their job is making sure they track down and prosecute anybody involved in smuggling. Once the kids get over to the state of Texas, they are still involved with coyotes and smugglers and people like that, that we do have the ability to arrest and put behind bars. The Biden administration is not letting us gain access to that information so that we can arrest and prosecute those who are assisting this immigration process. So, so Governor, let me make sure that we're clear here. People that didn't respect our laws, our sovereignty and our borders that are in your state illegally, you are now being prevented from enforcing the law And you're even being prevented from checking on children, these undocumented uh, immigrant children, to number one, check their safety, to check their health, to to do your job and due diligence that you would normally do, correct? Absolutely correct. We have sought access to these shelters, and we've been denied access to those shelters, whether it be involving healthcare purposes or talking to these children about human trafficking. You've got some young children who've been trafficked across Mexico and maybe some other countries, and who knows what horrific things may have happened to them. What I can tell you is Texas has a top-notch human trafficking prosecution unit, and we want to be involved and learn the information so that we can crack down on this human trafficking mission. So there you have it. Joe Biden's administration literally colluding to keep cartel members kid traffickers, drug traffickers out of prison and moving the human cargo they plan to have at the voting booth in three to five years. And again, Joe is the perfect vehicle for the Democrat Party to do this. After we watched him fall up the stairs three times, you know this, he's not going to be around forever. So if they just double down and continue doing what they're doing, Well, they got a good, what, year run under Joe before Kamala takes over. Then once she takes over, she's clean. As one texter brilliantly pointed out out to me, they're front-loading all the most controversial stuff, stuff they'd normally put off later. You don't want to do it before an election because they know they can come out with Kamala and a clean slate, blaming everything on Joe because Joe 
has to go and will go. It's obvious he's not going to last forever. The guy can't even barely hold a press conference. Even Vladimir Putin knows that. In the meantime, you're probably wondering, what can I do? Not much right now. Yep, the Republican leadership is absolutely useless. In fact, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader of the GOP in the House, who's making a lot of noise now, yeah, he and Paul Ryan blocked funds for Trump's border wall and almost all of Trump's border reforms when they controlled Congress for the first two years of the Trump administration. The Democrats know that what little bit of squawking the Republicans are doing is just noise. There's only one big fish out there who could fight this and will fight this rhetorically, and that's Donald Trump. And that's exactly why they have him locked down on nearly every social media platform. So much so that he has announced he's going to form his own. Please, Lord, hurry. We have no one representing our side. There has to be a place where people can go to get this information. And while Parler and Gab are certainly up and functioning right now, they are nowhere near the draw that a Trump social media outlet would be, assuming one will be allowed to exist on the Internet. Because, folks, we don't have a lot of time. Mitch McConnell and Roy Blunt have announced they're leaving. The problem is they have years left on their terms the country's goose will be cooked by the time they're done. And the Democrats watch Republican leadership every day for a reaction. When they don't get one to what's going on at the border or they barely get a reaction, they get a limp wrist, they just continue. And that's exactly what's going on right now. Thank you for listening to today's Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share with like-minded friends and family everywhere while we still have this country of ours. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on radio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Thank you for listening. Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.